This is why we don't do Noxus episodes. <laughs> We're fighting back against imperialism. One step That's at a time. Right. Stand up for the people. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Casuals of Runeterra, episode 73. I'm your host, Ryan, here with your other host, Hedge. 73? That's got a good ring to it, man. We're just trucking, and we are so happy that y'all are here with us, even if we're in freaking Bandal City. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the City of Dreams. (laughs) And the City of Memes. (laughs) We're back with another Yordle episode, as we promised. Um, we usually keep our promises most of the time. So yeah. listen. Yeah, don't ask the Noxus players about our promises. <laughs> One promise we never break is housekeeping up top. We'll get through it quickly. You can listen to us everywhere. Um, surprisingly, like the most popular is Spotify right now. So if you have Spotify, listen to us there. Supposedly people like it. Um, visit us at podcastcore.com for all of our info. And then follow us on any platform or all the platforms. That helps a lot. You'll get a lot of notifications, but we appreciate it. Um, you can send us an email if you want to contact us about anything at podcastcore at gmail.com. And then leave a like, follow, short view, slash comment wherever you're listening. Uh, but the easiest way is to tell one friend... <laughs> To stand their ground by listening to the Casuals of Runeterra podcast. And when we get into the champion, only one friend. If the group grows too big, we're just going to get sick of everybody. Exactly. That's not Um, true. That's just a Tristana reference. (laughs) Yeah, this episode, we're talking about Tristana. Uh, Mini militia. So this is going to be an interesting one. We're going to touch a little bit on the essentially little minor military groups that develop in Bando City. And we'll talk about them as we talk about other Yordles. I mean, in Timo's episode, we've talked about him. His group has got has gained more visibility as far as like the members of it with Bando City that came out much later than we did that episode. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, but to start us off, as always, we start with a spell. So the spell we're starting off with is Group Shot. So as I mentioned, um, in Bandle City at this point in time, for what we have, there's a lot of small groups. Tristana has a group. Timo has a group. Poppy has a group. Ziggs has a group. Everybody has their own cliques that they run with. Yeah, and the like. luckily, as far as with this story, we'll get into a bit as far as how this group grows. But um, like Yordles themselves, which we've mentioned in every Yordle episode, they're a very communal people like they yordles like to stick together so the things that make the champions stand out is the fact that they go out on their own not just by themselves within the world of the of bandle city but also within valoran like they leave the safety of bandle city on their own to strike these adventures and that's what sets our champions apart uh but group shot is really just like the yordle anthem like yeah the more of us that we are together the happier we are the stronger we are yeah exactly this is a decent card it doesn't see much play um but it's a one cost fast spell that says deal one to a unit if you have four plus allies, deal two instead. So in Bandle City, we know the problem uh, that a lot of people have is just <laughs> how much they swarm the board. And this plays much into it. But the quote is what we care about here. And it says from Tristana, okay, 
This one's for the newsletter. And remember to smile this time. One, two, three. Uh, so military <laughs> propaganda. Because they're a militia. Don't let them sugarcoat it. <laughs> yeah. No, no. They, like, they, they, and they're kind of a hardcore militia, too. Yeah. But we'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, it's... You, you you got to be recruiting, you know. Uncle Uncle Sam wants you. Yeah, it's funny because remember, Bendel City is not really recognized as a region with leadership. I mean, we won't get into the mayor card, but literally on the mayor card, they're like, we don't even know if we have a mayor, but this guy has a great beard and he's acting like one, so why not? So there is no like coordinated military group associated with the region, right? Yeah, like it, it really is just like a bunch of yordles that want to hang out together and they just so happen to want to hang out with the call of defending Bandle City. Like it's like this is our call so we'll do that but no one's forcing them to be there. There's no payroll. Like, they just we're just here. <laughs> exactly. Um the next part we're going to talk about is our follower which is one of the members of Tristana's group. Because in her group, you know, you have a big man, you have the smart guy. You got to have a guy who talks to animals or your hunter type, right? One with nature. And we have Bando Commando here. And the important thing about Bando Commando is actually the art. So in Tristana's story, when Hetch goes over it, um, a big reason she starts doing what she does is because Bando City becomes attacked uh, because these portals start to open and then they start to get attacked as well. So there's kind of this protection element. And there's actually a portal shown with a monster coming through it in this artwork. Um, the other part of this card that's important is obviously the quote because it's hilarious. But it's first, so good. <laughs> Battle Commando as a card is a two-cost elusive with one, two, and Nexus Strike create a hungry owl cat. And this card actually does see play. Uh, because it generates value on its own. It's a really good cost, and it's an elusive in Bandle City, which is valuable. Yeah. Uh, it, like, we, we've talked a lot as far as, like, how we follow Swim and other content creators for Runeterra, but specifically Swim. Anyone who follows Swim is going to know that the moment you slap the keyword elusive on a card, you're going to pay attention to that card. That's just facts. <laughs> yeah. All right? That's just how the game works. Accept it. So the quote on Bando Commando is gunning in the streets and tucking kiddos into the sheets. <laughs> but that's not the one we care about. What we care about is what it creates, which is the owl cat, the hungry owl cat, which is the most ridiculous looking creature you've ever Just seen. Please look it up. Really take the time to like open the full art of this card and breathe it all in. You won't regret it. Or maybe you will. That's Someone how ridiculous has this it is. Someone has to have a tattoo. <laughs> but the card it creates is also extremely good. It's a one-cost fey creature with spell shield and 2-1. So that's valuable and playable at all points in a game. But the quote is ridiculous. So, but one day he arrived, empty-handed, and one by one, the greedy birds landed. They pecked and scratched and mauled till there was nothing left of him at all. Bandle City Tall Tales. And the picture, they look ridiculous, but they're extremely dangerous, which is the best combination. It's, it's a Disney-esque uh, performance here. Like, and, and again, like, just open up the full art because it's like the more time you take looking at the full <laughs> art, the more the more owl cats that you'll start counting. It's just like, well, they, they don't stop. There's just so many of them. They look so dumb. They look incredible. Now I want this as a tattoo, and I blame you. <laughs> All right. Tell us about the girl herself, 
who started get, this crazy group of ruffians. Yeah, let's get into it. All right. So uh, is for anyone who's been listening to our previous episodes, especially like most recently, our Poppy episode and our Vigar episode, um, like one of the things that stands out about Yordles, or specifically the Yordle champions, is that unlike the other Yordles, our champion like to strike out on their own. Uh, that's going to pop up a lot. And as far as what's really different with Tristana here is Tristana, similar to Poppy, Tristana did like to use the hidden pathways to watch the world of Valoran and to watch the humans. Unlike Poppy, Tristana liked to watch all of humanity. Uh, uh, she was not ever honed in on just like the military people or on the sense of organization. It was just watching a species that she did not understand and just enjoyed observing their behaviors. So she would go and like go all across the realm of Runeterra, all over Valoran, all over Sharima into Ionia. She'd even go to like the seas to watch naval battles and just watch everything and just be fascinated by humanity and how strongly they defended what they deemed their own, how strongly they did, how strongly they stood to defend their homes. And uh, like outside of this, Tristana didn't really track out much into the world of Valorant. She would just peer in. So we don't have like this poppy moment of Tristana, you know, jumping through to make contact. Yeah. We just have her watching and just watching. And she enjoys doing this because she, one is it's a hobby, but two, she's a very carefree spirit. And unlike most Yordles, she doesn't like to be in the groups all the time. So this is a therapeutic way for her to just kind of relax and take everything in by herself. Just go out into the Bandlewoods and watch the humans alone. And this was her kind of ri daily ritual throughout all of her life until the big moment happens, a life-changing moment. And we talk about it a lot in our other Yordle episodes, but Yordles kind of exist outside of time. So for all intents and purposes, they are immortal. Um, we don't know about how the sense of mortality works for Yordles. And that plays a lot into like Vigar's story and his connection with, uh, the, with the mages of Noxus. Um, which if you haven't listened to the episode yet, give it a, give a listen to it. It really breaks down the sense of mortality. Um, but the reason that this is important is to, for Tristana's story is to really spell out that we don't know when this happens and we don't know who this is, but on one of these treks where Tristana is going through the Bandlewoods and watching the people, watching the people of Valoran, uh, after watching whatever is happening in the other world, she decides to lay back up against a tree and take a nap. And it's during this time that she's taking a nap that the Bandlewoods are attacked. And this is something that has never happened before. So again, we don't really know like the time in history for Runeterra that this is taking place. Uh, what we do know is that this is a first time thing. So especially for a lot of people like uh, Ryan and myself that, you know, grew up with North American history. This is kind of like Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Uh, it's the first time that, you know, the United States has ever been attacked, um, which 
So, but in this case, it's the first time that the Bandle Woods have ever had humans lay foot. Yeah. And so Tristana is taking a nap and she's awoken by these magic gateways just opening up and these armored men led by a dark wizard going through and ban- burning the Bandlewoods while the wizard is using his magic to destroy the portal that they came through. So with that description, as our loyal listeners know, they have to be Noxian. Or they whatever, you know, pre-tribes Noxian. Because that's some Noxian-ass behavior. <laughs> like, like, you know, you've got three guesses. <laughs> and, the, and all three of them don't count. <laughs> Just tell me who this is. And this is why we don't do Noxus episodes. <laughs> We're fighting back against imperialism. One step that's at a time. Right. Stand up for the people. <laughs> yeah, so... Like again, as far as the lore is concerned, we don't know who this is. It's a hundred percent. As the as the youth would say, this is a Noxus type beat. <laughs> it's a Noxus type beat. <laughs> it's like there, there's a disembodied spirit over my shoulder that every time I say we don't know who this is, it just goes cap. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, and and as far as in her lore, like just to really hammer it home, it's even like said that a war band of armored marauders rampage through the woodland and i think i can find at least two doxian cards with the word marauder on them. <laughs> coincidence i think uh, not i think not so as far as when this attack hits mm-hmm. uh tristana it hides just bunkers down in place trying to save her own life and she hears the magic incantation that destroys the portal that these that these marauders came through and she is, her ears are ringing with an unspeakable pain off of it because by nature, yordles are magical beings. So there's no way, even if they don't know how to use magic, which clearly, if you look at Tristana's kit, both in League of Legends and Runeterra, there's no way she knows how to use magic. Yeah. <laughs> but um, like the, being a being of magic, there's no way to get away from this unscathed. So the, as far as, her she is hunkered in place suffering from this incantation and the collapse of this portal is actually felt through all of bandal city itself so even though it's out in the woods in this realm that we don't fully understand so we don't know distance wise like how far away this is because it's not possible to chart bandal city by distance as far as all these magical properties um but we do know that this is catastrophic damage uh, and all of Bandle City feels its effects. And it's from this point that Tristana is, you know, kind of suffering from PTSD, like having trouble really coming to terms with the amount of pain that she just felt. The feeling of loss is because this is the, this is an area that she goes to all the time in her free time to unwind this is her this is like her hiding spot. This is her home away from home and it's destroyed by these humans that she would watch for fun. Yeah, there's a couple factors to if if you want to ground it in reality, right? With what this experience would be like is, you know, first she's encountering an otherworldly thing that she's not familiar with interfering with her world. She's then encountering like you said these magics, these abilities which she's never encountered before in Bandle City, and 
the other part is when you are a creature of, let's say, immortality type lifespan, your view on life and death is different, right? So when you encounter something that could kill you or puts you in this sense of fear, it's a brand new emotion, especially for something or someone in a, a realm <laughs> that experiences uh, an intrusion like this. So yeah. the PTSD is definitely understandable if you want to be like, okay, how do I relate from a human standpoint, right? Yeah, and and by all accounts, this is the first time anything like this has ever happened, or at least that we have historically throughout the lore. Yeah. This is the first time anything has happened like this in Bandle City, yes. and Tristana was on the front line of it. Sure, she wasn't fighting, yeah. but she was right there at ground zero. So yeah. there's no other Yordle that experienced this as hard as Tristana did. Um, so it's by far a natural reaction but for a yordle not very natural yeah um but at this point you know the the city the bandle city as a whole is just trying to come to terms with what happened and rebuild now for most of the yordles this means trying to set up like different ideas of precedence to try to preserve the bandle woods around them and try to safeguard themselves for tristana who has always marveled at the ingenuity of humans and most specifically how humans would fight so hard for what they called their own and how they would adorn themselves in these metal suits and and fight until their last breath to do so. Tristana knew what she needed to do. So she hits a point where she becomes like the only watch guard of all of Bandle City she ends up starting to call all of her ration, all of her foods rations <laughs> and sets herself strict times for rest and relaxation. She gives herself a, a military schedule. She's rationing her food. She's the city watch now. Everybody stand back. And so she really just is like, I have seen how the humans do this. I'm going to become the military of Bandle City. And yordles are very free-spirited people. So it's not like anyone's going to stop her, all right? Like, it's you're a yordle. You do what you want. Um, so it, as you guys know, we're not afraid of politics here. Um, <laughs> when you talk about military extremism and when your place of dwelling is attacked by an outside force, <laughs> completely buying into the military-industrial complex is a very natural thing. And that's exactly – listen, it's cute. Yordles are cute. But that's exactly what's happening here is Bandle City's attacked and Tristana is radicalized and she forms a militia group to fight back. If that's yeah. not real, I don't know what is. Tr Tristana is that one kid from middle school who mm. watched like their first like their first violent film they ever watched with their dad was Red Dawn. <laughs> and then they watch Red Dawn like 80 times and like all throughout sixth grade. Tristan is that kid. <laughs> and just to really hammer that point home, uh, we get to a point where Tristana now for the first time starts going through the portals and yeah. actually setting foot in Valoran. And she's doing this because she's trying to get herself her uh, trying to get her hands on the materials to make the weapons that she was so fascinated by in the realm of Bilgewater. So 
she gets her hands on a bunch of metal discs and commissions a certain yordle by the name of Rumble, which, God, when we get to that episode, that's going to be so much funnier for everybody <laughs> else hearing this. <laughs> but she commissions Rumble to create for her a gun that she can use despite her yordle stature. And with a verbatim from the lore, with a wry smile, she named it Boomer. <laughs> so this is how we get this giant hand cannon that Tristana runs around from. And from this point forward, Tristana's now Rambo. Yeah. All right. Uh, like as far as like like North American media, she's Rambo. Anybody out there that's a fan of like Warhammer, the 40K, she becomes like a Catacan jungle fighter. All right. <laughs> like like for all intents and purposes if they wanted to like she could just be like full on bare chested carrying a minigun mowing down her enemies and like this isn't even an exaggeration we yeah. we get from this point on it is nothing but stories about her triumphs on the battlefield she it finds herself fighting at portals that take her into the Serpent Isles and intervenes in a clash with the Buru people and treasure hunters from Valoran. Um, so as far as like the map is concerned, this is uh, on the ocean parts near um, near Shirima or between Shirima and uh, Bilgewater. So you've got like mercenaries similar to Sivir and then the Buru people, if people like to read the lore on cards, Here's a reason to read them. Uh, the Buru cards are a lot of the uh, Shadow Isle cards from the Darkness set. Uh, there's specifically that 3-3 three, three that gets plus 2, plus 1 in Fearsome when you kill someone with a spell. That's a yep. Buru. Um, which, like, for... We don't have proof, but I'm pretty sure that's also, like, the native region of, like, Lucian and Senna. So... But, like, she intervenes in a conflict with the Buru. Uh, she finds herself in the deserts of Sharima, killing void horrors uh, while they're consuming a secret Bandlewood oasis and then using an explosive bomb down the gullet. So she basically looks a Rek'Sai cousin in the eye and jaws it, like throws <laughs> a bomb down its throat and says, smile, you son of a... <laughs> Um, and yeah, like from this point on, she's just Rambo yeah. and it's all of these different adventures and just this out of this world, almost miraculous killing sprees for one person, not let alone one Yordle who are not at this point, a warlike people and not at any point, really a warlike yeah. people. Like it, it's such a phenomenon of just single combative prowess that she begins to build a militia behind her uh and again we said this before yordles are a free-spirited people so it's not like tristana is really going out of her way to recruit these people uh these yordles are just like yo tristana is a badass yeah i want in and they join up so they start forming a militia uh and verbatim they have started to imitate her trying and mostly failing to copy her disciplined ways because like free spirited people, free spirit and discipline do not go hand in hand. Uh, and this is the point that we start really seeing the birth of the Bandle Gunners. Yeah. And that's that's where Legends of Runeterra actually picked up with the cards to kind of give us more expansion on that. 
Yeah, like because even with the with what we talked about today, if you look at the Bandle Commando, the Bandle Commando is just chugging around with like this three barrel shotgun. Yeah, like it's like and the art. The more you look at the art of that card, the more that it just doesn't fit like a one two. And then it's like, oh wait, Yordles. Like they're super tiny, yeah. so of course it's not going to do a lot of damage. It's basically yep. just a big derringer. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we we now have these people trying to form a militia they're trying to act like a militia they're also going to rumble to commission rumble to make yeah. weapons that look like tristana's weapons and uh they become the bandle gunners and tristana kind of reluctantly accept this because tristana is still suffering from this initial attack that happened yeah. on bandle city tristana f is fully aware of this concept of mortality now and she knows that there needs to be more than just herself to really defend Bandle City. Because all that we have before this is Timo. And Timo is too busy getting high as balls to really be <laughs> defending Bandle City. Like, so she's, she reluctantly accepts it. And that's why we get, like, you know, the propaganda and everything. Join yeah. up with the Bandle Gunners. And even and, her card, which is interestingly very ally component, like has, has that ally component to it rather than focusing completely like on her kit from the game. Yeah, it, it, which is weird, too, because it, this is one of those cards that, like, doesn't fully translate too well, because Tristana is very much, like, a a single force in League of Legends, whereas if Tristana and Runeterra, like, you you better have friends if you want to ever see this card flip. Um, and let's talk about how that card flips. So Tristana for Runeterra is a three-mana, one-three champion with quick attack already kind of sucky there but what we have is that i have plus one plus zero for each multi-region ally you've summoned this game and when you summon a multi-region ally grant it plus one plus zero so if a tristana hits the board and stays on the board and you've built around this card like you're gonna get some value off of it uh Unfortunately, as many people know with the game of Runeterra, doesn't really survive too well. But uh, that's besides the point. This this is a card for me. This this is the stuff I like. Um, and the level up for Tristana is you have summoned four plus multi-region allies. So not a not too bad of a level up condition. Pretty easy to do. And with the flip, uh, she becomes a two four, um, which Technically, if you flipped her, she's really going to be a 6-4 at a minimum. So the 6-4 with quick attack is pretty terrifying. Um, but now she has, I have plus one plus zero for each multi-region ally you've summoned this game. And when you summon a multi-region ally, grant me and the ally plus one plus zero and impact. And let's talk about a good way to just in the game like this that impact <laughs> is going to be damage over the top it is not like for the rest like rune terror as a whole this is not the most efficient way to end the game but this is going to be a way to end the game yeah. if you got a way to make that tristana stick yeah exactly um it's a card that and also the art's great on tristana's card by the way i want to mention that it's so good um, they do really well with representing motion in her art so i would definitely google it check it out but the quote is great yeah, and so so 
we're going to have to talk about the quote on both of the sides of her. Yeah, tell them about the go hand in hand. So, Trisana again is the military mind of all of Bandle City. So this is her speaking to the militia. To the Bandle Gunners. So, okay, plan A. We blast our way in and start shooting. If that doesn't work, we go to plan B. Blast our way out and keep shooting. Then we'll regroup and go to plan C, uh, which is basically plan A again. (laughs) And when she flips, the quote is, and whatever happens, just keep shooting. And I can't think of another strategy that I would get behind. I, I love it. <laughs> so this kind of leads us to, you know, the end here. And one thing we want to mention, which we've mentioned in the past, is that Tristana specifically is a very interesting card. Be- or not card, character. Because she's been in League of Legends for a very long time. And originally, it was to, as far as the community, we understood it as Bandle City was an early concept in Riot's history, they planned on removing the concept of it actually being a city and more of just an origin point for Yordles. But as we know, at some point, they retconned their retcon. And before they could even get to the revision of Tristana, they're like, well, we're back here. So what you end up with was back in the day, we used to talk about this crossover of like, oh, Tebow kind of has a crush on her and there's some kind of overlap there, but we don't know if that's going to play out. But now that opens that back up because Bandle City is officially a place, which is probably due a lot in my in my opinion to the fact that they're making an MMO is like, why would we throw away another location that we could use to our advantage when we start to blow yeah. this lore out more? Man, it's like I, I can even imagine like as far as this in an MMO, like this could be like, you know, your in game kind of area that yeah. you can go to. Like you get far enough and it's like you can finally travel through a portal and yeah. see Bandle City. Um but like Tristana's also in an interesting place considering how old the character is for League of Legends, because unlike a lot of the older characters that are Yordles, like your Heimerdinger and your Timo, is that uh, like Tristana kind of did the best at surviving this multiple retcons. Like yeah. they actually touched up uh, good good portions of her story. Whereas if you go and look at Heimerdinger and especially Timo, they're kind of bare bones in comparison. And correct me if I'm wrong, the actual representation of what an or a Yordle looks like when they revamped it, as far as like the fur, um, the amount of limb or not limbs, the amount of like digits and stuff like that. When they started playing around with, hey, we're gonna put it in dirt, like in sand or in stone of what a Yordle looks like. She was the first one they redesigned. And it caused a lot of discussion about, okay, community, do you like how we represent Yordles? Because then they went and they revamped all of them to like the look we have for Heimer is a big dependency on what they did with Tristana. The Teemo redesign was big on what they did with Tristana. They used her because she was a very popular character at the time. So that was smart on their part. And that's, something that's good to know yeah like tristana was the first not only off of the sense of popularity as far as skin sales uh but they also did a promotion with her during the 
like during the uh, not the initial retconning, but like the re retconning to what we're getting to now, they did a promotion where you could get Tristana for free, yeah. um, and you could get a free Tristana skin. I think that's like how like even on my account, I have like the I think it's the fire. She has woman, a lot of skins. Tristana yeah, she's in that, skin. She's in that Lux camp when it comes. Oh, to- <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not the. Uh, it's not the fire one. I, I think it was a present one. Yeah, like uh, the one that shoots a presence. Um, but they they did like a lot of promotions with it so that people would play more Tristana and they could get a lot of more feedback on people's thoughts of these Yordle changes. So uh, like Tristana is definitely the face of that, which is like looking back on it, it's kind of weird because Teemo has always been the face of Yordles. Yeah. And it's more that like Teemo is the face of Yordles because of this strong love-hate relationship that the community has. Yeah, it's, it's like you, it's like split 50-50. You either love Teemo or you hate his guts. Yeah, do you want to put a bloodthirsty maniac on the box? And Riot decided that as a business decision, no, which is a good decision. But with and that. So they did, yeah. the, they did the next best thing, which was they put Rambo on the box. They put Rambo on the box. Everybody loves Rambo. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, with that, it's pretty much all we have to say about Tristana at the moment, because listen, there's more Yordle content, no matter how much Hetch hates it. Hey, that's a hard thing to say. Hetch hates it. We're going to stay here for a while. So as always, thanks for listening. And we'll be back soon with the next Yordle episode. Wow, these (laughs) damn Yordles. All right. Take care, everybody.